0: FOSS Corporation, LLC. I've worked for the city of Anderson for 17 years as the IT director. I oversee the computer networks and security cameras. There's a lot of money that changes hands in the building. There's the credit union office, people paying their bills and paying for permits and things like that. So we have 30 cameras throughout the building that record 24 hours a day. The building is very plain. It's your typical government building. There's nothing intimidating or scary about it. But late one night, our security officer, Ron, started seeing something strange on the camera footage. While I was sitting at my computer, I just caught a glimpse of something across the screen. So I looked and saw that it was critic, and I wrote down the time, and then I went back and looked at it. It surprised me. I didn't know what it was. I've never seen anything like that before. It was a shadow. A human type shadow. <laughs> Hi, this is uh, Sharon Clark, author of Voice in the Dark, lead paranormal investigator for Voices in the Dark, and you're listening to the Real Paranormal Activity Podcast with my dear friend Aaron Hunter. Welcome. I'm Aaron Hunter, purveyor of paranormal stories, the occult and the unexplained. Welcome to RPA. I hope you enjoy your stay. Hey guys, Aaron and Britt here, and it is Monday, January 13th, 2020, episode 218. How is everyone out there around the world doing? And man, Britt, looking lovely as ever. Yeah, send me some of those. Yeah, she found my apples. (laughs) They're they're good, aren't they? Yeah. And I don't know about you guys, but this winter season is really odd over here in Chicago. Uh, You know, normally, easily, we're in the negative digits, uh, wind chill, even lower But it's just been warm Hardly any snow And when it does snow, it melts right away You know, Temperatures rise again in the next few days It's just odd, odd weather Never seen it like this But as far as announcements are concerned Really don't have too much uh, to announce Except for there will not be a Terry's Mysterious Moments this Wednesday Looks like a tree fell down during a storm And there's some damage And he's fine, everyone's fine, no one got hurt But he needs to take care of this tree I don't know how large it is, but he just notified me. And so, yeah, there will not be a new uh, Terry's Mysterious Moments this Wednesday. And Terry, as always, always take care of yourself, like I always say. And take your time, you know, get done whatever needs to be done. The audience will always be here waiting for you. And as far as that, there is a new Aaron's Heart show for Tuesday tomorrow. And don't miss out on that. I think he's doing a movie review. And so that should be fun. Yeah, I like his reviews. I like listening to him talk about movies I don't know, something about it It's pretty good But yeah, you know, that's it Everything's going nice and smooth So, you know what? We're going to do listener stories yet again we got a pretty big backlog And for you guys out there that want to share your own paranormal experiences From out there around the world Just send it to Aaron A-A-R-O-N At realparanormalactivity.com And I'll read it off on a future episode First come, first serve We may take some time to get to you we got a, you know we got quite a few in the backlog Which is good So keep sending them in. Glad to read them. And so with that, let's just get right down to it. Do you know what that means? Oh, yeah, man. Come on. Say it with me. Say it with me to the story den. Follow me right this way. No pushing, no shoving. And the fires are going nice and toasty here in the story den. And as usual, you guys know the deal. Grab a beanbag over there in the corner. Find an empty spot on the floor. And as always, get me on my desk here. I still need a new chair. (laughs) Okay. And Britt, where's your packet? Okay, thank you. See you here. Okay, we got uh, we got some short ones and a medium-sized one. All right, no big deal. And that's another thing, guys. If you're sending in your own experiences, don't worry about the length. If, it's, if you might think it's too long or you might think it's too short, don't worry about it. We're just flattered that you wanna share your own experiences and the audience will always enjoy listening to whatever happened to you. So don't worry about the length. All right. Let me take a sip of my green tea real quick. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's so good when it hits the lips, man, I tell you. (laughs) All right, the first one. What do we got? This one is titled Military Housing, and it's by Nerd. Okay, Nerd. Let's see what you got, man. We, my husband, toddler, and I, are stationed at Fort Hood, We've been in this house for a little over two years, and I, and I assume my son, have had constant experiences. I say I assume my son because his talk is mostly in babble, so he can't exactly tell me. At first, it started with feelings of being watched, and like there was something behind me. It scares me, but not in an evil way. But the fact that it feels like a male presence and it makes me uncomfortable since I usually feel it when I would go to the bathroom. My son, who was 7 months when we moved here, always looked at the same spot on my bedroom ceiling and in our stairwell. About a year ago, I started to hear things, mainly footsteps, but since this is a duplex that was built in the 40s, I attribute it to my neighbors. Paper thin walls, you know. But then I would hear it when they were gone. These aren't normal footsteps, but bootsteps. Anyway, anyone that has heard military boots stomping around knows that it's a very heavy sound. In April of last year, while my husband was away for training, I was laying on the couch watching TV when I heard someone walking between me and the TV. I never saw anything, but I heard the boots plain as day, and it wasn't from the show I was watching, and it wasn't my neighbors, as they had gone on vacation. A day or so later, my son was upstairs taking a nap, and I was on my computer, enjoying the silence, when I heard the strangest thing I have ever heard. It was in my stairwell. It sounded like a mixture of birds rushing water and loud whispering. Needless to say, it scared me. My son wasn't even 18 months at the time, and he's never owned a toy or anything that could make that sound. I called my dad. He's an old military guy and has had weird experiences in the past as well, hoping that he could explain it, but he couldn't think of anything. So he told me to just tell myself that it was the water heater, even though it's on the opposite side of the house, so I can fool myself into a peace of mind. My husband doesn't believe. So when I talked to him about what I heard when he came back, he brushed it aside. I haven't heard anything really since then and it's gone back to the watched feeling whenever I go to the bathroom. But now, my son will sit in a corner by himself playing, talking in different voices, and will randomly point. As I said, I don't get an evil vibe from it, but it is a bit creepy. I've had people saying that my son's behavior might be due to autism, since he also doesn't like to play with other kids and isolates himself. But he's too young to be diagnosed, in my opinion. But the fact that he has told me that he's playing with a friend makes me think it's something in the house, since he's only two and a half. I have heard other stories of Fort Hood and some of the homes were being haunted, since this is a military place, after all. But I don't like sharing my house I did in a lot of places When I was growing up And I want a home to be mine for once I already tried telling Whatever it is here That this is my house now But that only stopped Most of the sounds But not all And that's from Nerd (laughs) Nerd, I love it Yeah, kids are creepy I said it before, I'll say it again They just creep me out (laughs) yeah the um i like these stories too you guys you old timers know that i like um hospital stories and nursing home stories and uh night shift guard stories that sort of thing but yeah this has to be at least the fourth or fifth story from a military base i never thought about it about military bases being haunted, but yeah i obviously there's things going on at these places they're they're old they've been there for a long time and who knows what else has been happening on these military bases it doesn't really mean anything but yeah the history of these places uh you never know footsteps sound well like you said it doesn't feel evil It just kind of creeps you out i always look at you know what it's doing it's actions and obviously you just hear the footsteps and it's not really doing too much else right but, uh, yeah, if it's bothering you, yeah, you may have to take some action. But according to what you're saying here, it's just uh, it's just creepy. I personally wouldn't worry about it too much, not unless it's waking you up at night. That would piss me off. I have a hard time sleeping already. You know, if I'm getting a good sleep and then all of a sudden I wake up, yeah, I'd be a little angry. <laughs> okay. Hey, nerd, thank you very much for sharing the story. Loved it. All right, what else we got? What's coming up? This one is titled Cubby House, and it's by Cat. Okay, Cat, let's see what you got, man. Out of 11 grandchildren, my mom always told me that my grandpa always considered me to be his favorite. He died when I was only six, but from birth until the time he passed away, I spent a lot of time with him. He was a carpenter and built my cubby house for me. I absolutely loved it. My dad even installed a doorbell in there for me and a working sink. It was almost like a little cottage, every little girl's dream. Before my grandpa died, he was in and out of hospital a lot with heart problems. One day after he had recovered from a heart attack, dad picked him up from the hospital as he was ready to come home. In the car on the way home, my grandpa turned to my dad and said, I I am going to die soon. My funeral is going to be held on an extremely hot day. My dad was shocked to hear this and told him not to be silly. He was not going to die. Within a few months, my grandpa's health had deteriorated and he passed away from a heart attack in the hospital. The day my grandpa's funeral was held was a scorching 45 degrees Celsius day. I guess he was right. I wonder if some people do know when their time has come to leave us. After my grandpa's passing, I spent a lot of time in my cubby house, as usual. Whenever I played in there, the doorbell used to ring on its own after his death. Dad checked the wiring, and everything seemed a-okay that nothing should be causing this to happen. But it continued for months. Mom said that when the doorbell rang, I used to speak to somebody, almost like an imaginary friend being so young, I don't remember this, but I do recall the doorbell ringing on its own frequently. I think it was Grandpa coming to visit me in the cubby he built for me and was just keeping an eye on me. I'd also like to point out that my mom told me that as a child, I had an imaginary friend called Jeremy. I don't remember him, but from what I've heard, they say that sometimes imaginary friends are actually spirits communicating with children. And that's from Kat. Hey, Kat, thank you very much for sharing that. Yeah, you know, I'm seeing a theme here, imaginary friends. (laughs) I always find it interesting whenever a loved one passes away, either a good friend, best friend, or a family member. And not always right away, but sometimes weeks later, odd things start to happen. Not all the time, but yeah, we get those stories in. Yeah, your dad checked out the doorbell. Doorbell's ringing for months. And as far as imaginary friends, that's always uh, that's always up in the air. There are a lot of stories that we've got that are very, very, very interesting that would suggest that the imaginary friend is something a little bit more than just imaginary. But then again, you know, young children, they do make-believe. They start using their imaginations. And as you well know, your young daughter might be playing house with a tea set and, you know, stuffed animals and having a conversation just using their imagination. So, you know, it's up in the air. But some of these stories are when they're young and they've been behaving fine and you move into a new house, right, or a new apartment, whatever, and all of a sudden your infant child or very young child starts talking to something and following things around the house, <laughs> which they've never ever done that before. Yeah, it's uh, it's curious. Yeah, Kat, thank you very much for sharing that. Loved it. All right. Brick, loving those apples, huh? Yeah. <laughs> All right, what do we got here? What's next? This one is titled Wake Up Call, and it's by Angel. Okay, Angel, let's see what you got, man. Before I share this story, I would just like to say that this was an experience my parents shared, so I am writing this on behalf of them. Years ago, when my parents first got married, they were lying asleep in bed one night when All of a sudden, we're woken up, startled by the sound of the doorbell at 3 a.m. Dad jumped up out of bed and raced to the front door, thinking it was an emergency of some sort. I mean, who would be visiting at that time of night? When Dad opened the front door, there was nobody there. When Dad crawled back into bed, Mom was still startled, and Dad reassured her not to worry. There was probably something wrong with the wiring of the doorbell, and to just go back to sleep. Within seconds, the doorbell rang again. Dad got frustrated and got up out of bed, and instead of opening the door, he peered out the window, hoping to catch whoever or whatever was ringing the doorbell. Once again, nothing. He stood there for a while, finally hearing the doorbell ring again, and this time he opened the front door. At that moment, a cool wind brushed right through him. and Mind you, this was a completely still evening, not even a breeze. Dad closed the door and jumped back into bed. At this point, Mom was still freaking out, and he just continued to reassure her that it was nothing but bad wiring and to go to sleep. But Dad knew this was a message of some sort. A few minutes later, the doorbell, once again... Rang, but this time for a couple of minutes. It was as if somebody was pressing on the button non-stop, making a long beep sound. Mom and Dad just chose to ignore it and go to sleep. The next morning, Dad received a telephone call from his family in Europe, informing him that his cousin had passed away at 3 a.m. our time that previous evening. Dad also informed me that this particular cousin really enjoyed playing with things that made a lot of noise, such as doorbells. I guess the cool breeze that brushed past my dad, and the doorbell ringing that previous evening, was my dad's cousin's way of saying a final goodbye. And that's from Angel. Angel, thank you very much for sharing that. That's a you know, it's a feel-good story. Interesting stuff. Um, yeah, you know, I would be thinking that uh, someone would be screwing around with me that early in the morning, 3 a.m. You know, just. Hitting that doorbell, but looks like your dad did everything he could to try to catch him. Even staying at the window when it rang one time, and he rushed to the door, and nothing's there, except for that breeze. <laughs> yeah, interesting stuff. Hey, Angel, thank you very much for sharing. Good story, loved it. And whoa, that's it, Brett. Okay, looks like that's it, man. Nothing left in the packet. And yeah, it's a short episode, guys. But hey, you know, you'll have that sometimes, and. You sure, Britt? Okay. I'm not going to argue with you. Remember this Wednesday, there will not be a new Terry's Mysterious Moments. Looks like a tree fell over and, you know, the insurance company's involved and he has a lot of things to consider. Removal of this tree. Sounds like it's a big tree. So, yeah, hopefully we'll be back soon. But there is a new show of Aaron's Heart Show tomorrow, Tuesday, and he's going to be reviewing movies. And as always, guys, you can always check out the shows on all the major audio platforms, such as iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, all that good stuff. Use your favorite podcast catcher, which most of you use, or download the free RPA app that we had built for you guys. And you could use that as well. And also, it has video capabilities, so you can watch the video shows right through the RPA app as well. Or just go to realparanormalactivity.com We're here, we're there, we're everywhere. However you like to listen to us, we're just flattered that you come and uh, have something that you enjoy here. And so with that, I am calling it. The show's been produced by myself and Brittany, and is also made possible by LaFosse Corporation, and man, we love you. Oh yeah, we do. Until next time, thank you, and good night.